This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Kia friends. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara of Motueka, bringing you an eco-postcard. Each week, I send you a small snapshot of a few things going on in our world concerning the health of our beautiful planet. Sometimes it's good news and sometimes it's bad. So today, I want to mention um, a pretty interesting character in the history of thinkers about our global problem complex, and that is James Lovelock, who has recently turned 102 years old. He has been a crucial thinker in this area, and he hasn't stopped thinking hard about it. James Lovelock was the person who came up with the idea of the self-regulating planetary system, which he called Gaia. Some people have um, converted this idea into personifying Gaia and imagining a conscious being um, who is regulating the planet. That's not what James Lovelock meant, but he, he certainly did mean to convey an enormously intricate uh, self-regulating system. And he, he is wanting to tell us that it doesn't make sense to separate solutions to climate change from solutions to the biodiversity crisis. In other words, that... What, we, what we're dealing with when we focus on climate issues or even on bi- biodiversity issues are symptoms of the fact that we have simply, we humans have simply used too much planet Earth uh, for the health of the biosphere and ultimately for our own health. He is pretty concerned about the health of tropical forests and about overpopulation of humans. And I I want to quote from James Lovelock. He says, My fellow humans must learn to live in partnership with the earth. Otherwise, the rest of creation will, as part of Gaia, unconsciously move the earth to a new state in which humans may no no longer be welcome. The virus, COVID-19, may well have been one negative feedback. Gaia will try harder next time with something even nastier. So, by James Lovelock, you have been warned. The next thing I want to talk about is blue carbon a term you may have heard before, and blue carbon denotes those forms of carbon sequestration that have have to do with the, the ocean margins. 
So it's seagrass, mangroves, and salt marshes. And here in Nelson Tasman, of course, we don't have mangroves, but we do have seagrass and salt marshes. Mangroves are, are important in the North Island. We have beautiful mangrove forests in the North Island. And not long ago, I uh, I went went for a wonderful boardwalk through a mangrove forest, uh, which was really most memorable. Mangroves are, are in fact uh, remarkable. They store ten times the carbon of of forest per hectare, especially uh, although you might you might normally assume that it's in the woody matter and leaves. It's it's mainly in the soil and sediments below the the mangroves, and this is long term storage. This is centuries or millennial storage of carbon that mangroves uh, bring about. Mangroves are threatened all over the world. Uh, they're damaged by coastal development, farming, fishing, pollution, roads, tourism, including in New Zealand. There's been a lot of mangrove removal in New Zealand. There is now an offset market in restoration of seagrass, mangroves and salt marshes as it's realised that, that we badly need to, um, to use this means too to sequester carbon. That's not the only ecological function uh, of, of these coastal margin um, biota. They also protect uh, the the young of marine life, their nurseries uh, for many fishes and other sea creatures. They are also effective surge protection uh, from from um, sea sea level sea level surges. Um, so there is a global movement to restore mangroves. Columbia, in Colombia, mangroves have been uh, – half of the mangroves have been lost and these are actively being restored. Seagrass meadows, 7% a year are lost, uh, and but they can be quickly restored. There are big projects happening in Kenya, Senegal, Madagascar, Vietnam – Sundarbans, the Pakistani Indus Delta, and in this region. There are important and very large seagrass meadows apparently off Farewell Spit. There's research going on uh, at Cawthron Institute into um, the, the seagrass and the, the possibilities for restoration of uh, of seagrass and its sequestration values. Okay, that will be it for today. I'm Joanna Santa Barbara, and this has been an Eco Postcard. Till next week, bye for now. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app 
or our website freshfm.net.